Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you for making Locked on Flames your first listen of your day. This show is free on all podcast platforms and is especially free 99 just for you on YouTube. What on earth is Brad Tree Living waiting for when it comes to waving some of the most incompetent players on this team? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, For those of you who are new here, hi. Um, I've been covering the NHL for about six years now, which is terrifying. (laughs) And thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Brad Tree Living's waiver wire silence is driving me insane, along with many other Flames fans. And every single day I sit there at noon waiting for Elliot Friedman to tweet out that someone from the Flames has uh, been placed on waivers. And it's not team out west never calgary (laughs) and they have quite a few options when it comes to waving players so i'm really not sure what they're doing here because the sample size is large enough and it is quite infuriating to see them put the lines out that they do you know whether it be at practice or games and they're not seeing (laughs) you know uh, an effective response and Tyler Pitlick, Brett Ritchie, uh, Trevor Lewis, and Brad Richardson are all names that can be placed on waivers. I mean, technically anybody can be placed on waivers unless you're in your entry-level contract, but you know what I'm saying here. (laughs) Uh, Any of those are solid candidates, and I think Pitlick is the first one that we need to discuss simply because of how ineffective he's been and just – and. The whole moving him up to the second line thing was just enough for a lot of us to say, okay, this is this is where we're at in terms of our making our roster more effective and attempting to switch things up. And I again, I went over this last week, but I do think that it was Daryl Sutter sending a message to Brad Tree Living by playing Tyler Pitlick on the right wing of the second line, but. It's just, it's not going to work. Sending a message only works if the person on the other end picks up. <laughs> and I don't know if Brad Tree Living is doing that. So to start, Tyler Pitlick has two assists in the 25 games he's appeared in. Uh, no goals, nothing, nothing else. He's not really giving us anything. Uh, I, I, to start, he like started the season injured and you know, you obviously can't blame a player for being injured, and that's something that is so out of their control. You know, it's not like they broke COVID protocol and they said, oh, I'm going to go to a club and do all these things that my team has advised against and then, you know, reaped what they sow. Injuries happen. It is the unfortunate thing of this game, but again, two assists in 25 games for a guy who's making nearly $2 million is 
not good. Not good at all. And we kind of knew that the $1.75 million two-year deal was an overpay. And, you know, I think there's always this kind of slight optimism that a player will be rejuvenated under a coach like Daryl Sutter. Uh, And unfortunately, Pitlick came from Arizona, which truly was nothing, and then came to Calgary to, again, give us nothing. Uh, It's giving us, you know, go girl, give us nothing energy, if you will. And it is quite unfortunate because you obviously want any addition on your roster to make contributions and to be able to contribute to whatever line they're on. But unfortunately, Pitlick just has not seen that. We haven't seen that from him. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if it's because, you know, I I don't know. I'm not even going to make an excuse. I'm not. He has had (laughs) long enough to assert himself in this lineup to where he's not, you know, just bouncing back from an injury. He's not recovering from an illness. He has rather good players around him, and he cannot take it to that next level. And that's, again, accountability, self-awareness. Tyler Pitlick, it's it's time to go. Let's, let's go. We got to either step up our game or hit the waiver wire because we're done. Like, I I don't know how much longer I can watch him on, like, the third or fourth line. I'm not even going to address the second line because that – it was a fluke. (laughs) It's kind of like when a pitcher in baseball hits a home run. But, you know, you got to cycle the puck, get the puck moving, shoot the net. I mean, (laughs) shoot the puck. (laughs) Hopefully get it on net or start contributing in other ways because it's just – very discouraging to see somebody making almost $2 million for the next two years to be doing, to be giving us quite literally nothing. So by the time you're listening to this, it's probably almost uh, noon and the waiver wire is, are they doing it today? It's Monday, even though it's a holiday. I I don't know. But, you know, I think that (laughs) something's got to happen. Something needs to happen and it needs to happen sooner rather than later before things spiral even further out of control and we start looking like the Edmonton Oilers. (laughs) Coming up next, we are going to talk about other players who are susceptible to waivers and why I think it's time to, time for Sutter to kind of let go of the past here. But first, let's talk about Bilt Bar. You know, maybe that's what Tyler Pitlick needs to get his day going, to get his energy going. Built Bars are a delicious tasting protein bar that will get you through your day and whatever tasks you need to power through. They are great fuel for your system, and I am someone who likes to have them when I'm on campus and I don't feel like paying $11 for a chicken sandwich when I'm still hungry and need to get through my next classes. And Built Bar is healthy. It tastes like a candy bar. It doesn't have that feel of a like that texture of a regular protein bar. So get your delicious tasting chocolate covered protein bar at built.com and you can get 15% off for your next order at built.com. And all you have to do is use promo code locked on locked 15. So built.com locked 15, your next order. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and remember to follow me on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, it's on the screen. And if you're listening, uh, at Jess Belmosto.
Daryl Sutter, you know, we talked about him coming in as a coach and kind of <laughs> living in the past and how, you know, maybe sometimes we need to move on from things and let go of the past. And I know that Sutter coached that 2004 Stanley Cup runner-up championship team. But, uh, you know, I also think that he's had uh, almost a year to prove himself as a coach, and he has certainly done that. And <laughs> I-, I think that he has brought some great elements to this team, but I'm also not convinced that he hasn't brought some to- – I don't want to say toxic traits, but uh, – someone who's set in their ways and they don't want to let go of things. And that would be bringing in former players from your championship teams like Brad Richardson and Trevor Lewis. Um, Also, Brad Richardson is married to one of the girls from Gossip Girl. And I was floored when I found that out. (laughs) A side note. But uh, when these signings occurred, I kind of knew that it was to bring in, you know, depth players, but also that veteran presence that this team kind of needed to get back on track, especially after losing their captain. And the room really respects Milan Lucic, it seems. And, you know, these are more former teammates to come in and back him up and kind of like say, hey, we know what it takes to win. Kind of like with the Blake Coleman signing, you know, we are champions. We can, you know, we will show you what it takes. Unfortunately, (laughs) that is not what happened? Uh, both their usual scratches in the lineups and are just completely invisible on the ice. To be honest, I almost never have a strong takeaway when they're out on the ice. I don't really have, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, right. I, I wasn't sure if they were scratched or not today. And it's just unfortunate, you know, you don't want that for any players, but especially for, you know, these older guys who are here to clearly, uh, you know, set a precedent for your team. Trevor Lewis has seven points in 34 games, which again is unacceptable. (laughs) It's not as bad as Richardson's uh, four points that he's collected in 22 games. And uh, it's so frustrating to me because I, you know, I'm just, I'm just a podcaster. I, I, I give all of these athletes a lot of credit going out there and doing their thing day after day. Um, but at the same time, you know, these are these guys are older. Uh, there are plenty of prospects in Stockton or on the trade block that would probably make this team a lot more effective. And instead of doing that, Tree Living is set in his ways of just letting them ride the roster and It is unfortunate because (laughs) we want the Flames to win. And obviously, you don't root for anyone's downfall unless it's, like, the Chicago Blackhawks. But, uh, you know, it's just something needs to happen for for Tree Living to, again, pick up and say, what, like, okay, we're placing you on waivers. Go have fun in the AHL. If you want to retire, let us know. See you later. Click. You know, however those conversations go. But (laughs) out of those two, it's kind of obvious that Brad Richardson is the obvious option here. He just isn't giving the Flames anything. Uh, Four points in 22 games is just, it's bad. 
it's bad, especially when, again, you have good players around you. When you have, I mean, Sean Monahan is centering that line, and he usually looks pretty good. Like, he's not the second line Sean Monahan that we used to see, but at the same time, you know, he's still productive enough to be on this team. And then, like, you just, there's only so many excuses that you can make for these guys. And I think we've just kind of reached a point where, you know, there's no more excuses. We're we're approaching the All-Star break. I know they had a wacky month of December and start to January, but enough is enough. It's just, it's time. And we're going to (laughs) talk, oh, my favorite, Brett Ritchie. So for those of you who don't know, Brett Ritchie has kind of always been an in-between player. He has bounced between you know, the NHL, the AHL, Boston placed him on waivers, played in the AHL, and then signed a PTO with Calgary, and then signed an official contract with Calgary. Uh, (laughs) um, He started the season with an injury, and again, can't fault him for that. Things happen. Like, you just, I can't sit here and say, oh, Brett Ritchie, you should have had a stronger start to the season. No, like, he's hurt it's not fair not fair to like critique someone over something they can't control and then he made his way back from injury and found himself in protocol so he just has not been given a chance um but 13 games and he's accumulated exactly zero points uh something's gotta give i i just i don't think that there are enough excuses in a book to keep defending these players and, you know, defending Brad Tree Living's decision uh, to not, you know, waive anything, to not uh, <laughs> take the next step because there there's plenty of reasons. And, you know, he's the players are showing him everything he needs to do. It's just a matter of Brad Tree Living taking that next step. And maybe Sutter needs to just say, hey, are you watching the games? Like, are you not seeing the stats? Like, what are you looking at? Because (laughs) what makes you think that this is going to be an effective team? And I get it. Every team falls into ruts, but (sighs) not not like this. (laughs) Oh, boy. So coming up next, we will talk about uh, the Flames schedule and just how hopeful I am for tomorrow's matchup against the Panthers, which you can probably go place a bet on Bet Online AG because the Florida Panthers have been on, I believe it's like an eight game win or sorry, four game win streak, and they just uh, <laughs> they just beat the Columbus Blue Jackets nine to two. So you know uh, you can always make bets on their strong offense and. Uh, you can do that at Bet Online AG. All you have to do is sign up for that free account, make your first deposit, and of course, use promo code Locked On for that fifty percent welcome bonus. And uh, it's very easy to do. It's an easy to navigate website. They have bets uh, updated throughout the day. They have football, basketball, hockey, wrestling, down to your favorite Vegas casino games. So it really doesn't get much better than <laughs> Bet Online AG. And again, all you have to do is get that 50% welcome bonus with a first deposit and signing up for your free account with promo code LOCKED ON. 
Lockdown Flames continues. Thanks for tuning into today's show. Make sure that you are subscribed wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is absolutely free. Who doesn't love free? The Flames schedule is so spread out that they have absolutely nothing to build off of. They they can't. This last this is the last week um where their schedule is super spread out where they <laughs> don't have games for like six days 10 days 15 days it's not gonna look like that anymore after this week that uh <laughs> they lost to the ottawa senators on thursday and have not played a game since they are not set to play a game until tomorrow which again we'll talk more about but there was a game scheduled against vegas for on saturday but that was postponed and they really don't have a chance to get into the swing of things these days because we're seeing long stretches in between games. And this team feeds off of consistency. We have talked about that for so long. Like when Daryl Sutter came in and like adjusted the lines and we started seeing things set in place, how well were things going? They were going very well. And it is so aggravating to have to watch this team just go stretches without games because you're going to fall into a rut. You're not going to be able to dig yourself out of it. And they're in a complete different disadvantage to other teams in the division who are playing that regular every other day or every day or two schedule. Teams like Vegas wasn't shut down in December. Um, So... Like, I can't even use the Oilers as an excuse because, like, they've pretty much been playing every other day because they've been on a downward spiral. Like, that's that's their consistency is trending downward. But <laughs> the Oilers are going to Oilers. And it just blows my mind that we're not seeing games kind of squeezed in here. And I understand that a lot of them are going to happen over that three-week break in the Olympics or they'll find other scheduling holes where they can slate them in, but it just, it feels so weird right now. And I just, I don't think it's fair (laughs) for the flames. And it's kind of like how the Bruins started out this season, like without any postponements, they just weren't playing for like, they'd play like one game a week or one game every six days. And it just, was not good. They had a horrible start to the season. They were not fun to watch. And it's now that they're on a consistent schedule, hey, guess who's winning? Guess who's winning? Guess whose offense is going off the rails? It's almost like if you have a normal schedule, you'll win. You can find your footing again. Your footing again. And... (laughs) which we'll have a full pregame re rundown uh, <laughs> and I, I just I can't even laugh because of how terrified I am to play this team they just beat the Blue Jackets nine to two and everyone's like this team's gonna win the cup they're you know they are going to destroy everyone in their path and they their offense is just dominating like Aaron Ekblad is just absolutely insane and Jonathan Huberdeau off the charts. And then, you know, yeah, you, you just have to look at how the teams compare. And I'm not really sure they, they that they do. And I'll have a chart on tomorrow's episode 
and I'll throw it on Twitter as well to kind of, uh, you know, compare the two teams in, in their last five games. But what's the point of putting a goalie up there? <laughs> like, they're just going to run right over them. They're just going to run right over your goalie. And, it, you know, th- this is more than likely going to be five straight losses for the Flames. And it's unfortunate because this team does not deserve that. <laughs> and, you know, it's going to be that's going to be a first of the season. And then they don't play again until Saturday. So they're off. And then I believe they play Edmonton. I believe I could be very wrong, but I'm almost positive they they play Edmonton. And it's just like that'll be a fun competitive game. But like I, it's just not going to feel the same. And then the following week, they do go back to their normal schedule. But it's frustrating to watch and to kind of, like, entertain the idea of watching these games when the team is just completely spiraling out of control. And, like, it's not even just because of the the goaltending. The defense is struggling. And it's just, like, they don't pass the eye test. And when all of your team is on the same page it clicks this team is not on the same page right now um i i still think they're in the same book in on the same chapter but i don't know if the (laughs) one's at the beginning and one's at the end but you know i think that they just they need that consistency they need to find their footing again and hopefully battle of alberta this weekend will set them straight so (laughs) fingers crossed because they need it and i have some exciting news to share uh hopefully tomorrow or wednesday's episode still waiting on final word but thank you so much for tuning into locked on flames make sure that you are subscribed on whatever platform you get your podcasts hit that notification bell on youtube once you're subscribed uh follow me on twitter at jess belmosto and thank you so much for making locked on flames your first listen of the day